Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the summer intern here at KLRC. If you're like me, sometimes you don't catch things as they're happening on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. Here's some highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Isaac from Middays, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Isaac is back. We're so glad you're back. Welcome back. Uh, Isaac came back from being out with COVID for the week, and here he is with Mark, Christy, and Chaplain Justin in a good old game of worst case scenario. I just took a few of my favorite moments to make a little highlight reel. So good to be back. He may have been living his own version of worst case scenario. (laughs) A week of isolation and inactivity. I've learned I am not an introvert. I was crazy. Crawling the walls uh-huh. on day two. It is nice to see people. Uh-huh. So wow. glad you're it's back. good to see you, Isaac. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And I know you're in recovery, but I'm still going to win today. Wow. I was wondering <laughs> right whether there it. was going to be a mercy rule yeah. or if Christy's just going to give a beatdown. And I mean, I'm not surprised that it's the, the second one. I was one. about to say, do you know me? Yeah. I mean, a game, when it comes to game time, I mean, there is no sympathy. There's something. Sure, of course. I was hoping. I thought, you know. He's been. He's got a little brain fog. He's a little fatigued. Could there perfect. be a little compact? <laughs> perfect. Yeah. You strike okay. now. I will say. Remember, the Bible says to care for one another. So let's not. Thank skip you, that. Chaplain Justin. Yeah. Bringing a little perspective. Yes. Yeah, like can... Worst case. Here okay. are your three scenarios. Okay. Number one: maneuver on top of a moving train and get inside. Mm. Okay. Well, mission yeah. possible. Exactly. Number two, compete in a mayonnaise eating contest. Okay. Wow, that's huh? strong. I'm gagging. So not just <laughs> one jar. We're talking no, about contest. No, we're talking about contest. Wow. Number three, live with a really slow internet connection. Wow. <laughs> also, I think Christy is athletic. I think that she could maneuver her way back into a train. I don't know if she would wow. be fighting someone in this scenario. Probably. But she probably would. There was no too. reference. Right, right. So That'd be really cool. I think, yeah, see, so you're already saying, yeah, I think, I think you can handle that. Mayonnaise. I don't know that anyone, that, that's a good scenario for anyone. But she is competitive, so there's that element to it. I think that Christy could be driven to compete in anything. That's true. Were there a nice enough prize or really just a hearty enough kudos on the line for it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love a good hearty kudos. Yeah. Man, he, he knows me pretty so, well. So, so which one is my worst case then? Which one would I just least likely want to do? Follow my logic on this. Okay. You are so competitive that I think you would eat so much mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> that you would like... Explode! I think, like, I think, I think, it, I think it, uh, all those things, the yeah. most harm that could come to you would be the mayonnaise. Would be the mayonnaise. So I'm going to say in mayonnaise. it to win it, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, Christy, what is your worst case scenario? That I'm really blown away by Isaac's oh skills right now. I I said the mayonnaise. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Isaac! That's amazing. That is incredible. I didn't think Thank he God. would pick that one, but my logic was I love mayonnaise. So I don't want to ruin my future days uh, in mayonnaise. Sure. Interesting. Hellman's or what? All what experience I'm, I'm Hellman's, the real right. yeah. mayonnaise. Oh, okay. wow. I had a little suspicion because yesterday we were watching, there were the uh, highlights from the hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July. <laughs> the highlights. And Christy about gagged just watching. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I 
If you want to hear the whole Wednesday game in its full version, you can find that here on KLRC On Demand. I just loved the logic behind how a mayonnaise contest would be someone's worst case scenario, as if someone would choose losing internet. Come on, even if you love mayo, that's so gross. Up next is a positive different story which took TikTok by storm. So I'm thinking this idea may spur on some other fun little creative acts of kindness. But a Missouri family decided to surprise their sanitation workers with some snacks and drinks. Now, here's what they did. Um, So they decided they wanted to show their appreciation for the sanitation crew that picks up their trash. And earlier this month, they put together and set out a little cooler full of snacks and drinks and left it out with a little note for their sanitation workers. I'm like, what a creative idea. That's great. Especially when it's hot and they're out working hard, all that stuff. Um, Now, so this was actually Dad's idea. His name is Dylan. He had uh, put quite a big pile of trash up Mm -hmm. that we picked Mm -hmm. up. And he's like, I need to do something to show their appreciation because this is probably even beyond what they need to take, but they're willing to do it. So he was actually the one who put the whole cooler together, drinks, snacks, the whole deal. Okay. Set it outside and then had to take off to work. His wife happened to be home and she's like, I bet he would love to see the reaction. So when she hears the sanitation truck pull up, she's like, oh, I'm grabbing my phone and captures a little video, which they, I guess the sanitation workers were just... Super excited. Look down, you know, the big like. Well, I would world? imagine no one has probably done that for them. Yeah. I'm just I'm guessing. Like, it's such a creative idea. Yeah. They grabbed the snacks and the drinks, put the lid back on, left the uh, cooler for the family. And um, she decided, she was like, she was so blown away by their gratitude. Yeah. That she posted the 33 second video up on TikTok. It's now been seen 2.4 million times. Wow. People just been blown away how grateful these guys were yeah. at just a simple act of kindness. Mm-hmm. Like this. She, uh, she said, I had never intended for it to be a big social media thing. I was really just trying to grab the video for my husband so he could see the reaction. But she was so blown away by their gratitude. She was like, I got to share this with the world. So, wow. I love that. Well, so shout much. out to her and to sanitation workers, right? right? Thank you. As These hot days. an easy job. Out there serving us. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. I hope that simple act of kindness, which became viral, can become an inspiration for us all to do exactly that. Random but genuine acts of kindness. I think the world would be a better place if we all did that. Speaking of genuine acts of kindness, here's a heartaching, positive, different story. All right. So this day, we were talking about this earlier, man. Mm-hmm. This story, it, man. I, I don't even. I I struggle so much with this. Like I it's, know. It's a powerful story. It is. Uh, but I it, was it's just tough. I was just playing catch with my son the other day, and I, it like instantly takes me to just the moments. So there's a dad in Missouri who's now starting to play catch with complete strangers, and it's bringing a whole lot of healing to a lot of folks. Dan Bryan has a 16-year-old son, Ethan, who was killed in a car accident tragically in 2020. He was actually on his way home from practice. Ethan loved baseball, had been at baseball practice, and tragically lost his life in an accident. Dan, his dad, went into what he called a really dark place. 
in the grief and the depression at a really hard time, mm-hmm. and understandably so. Oh, yeah. Months after Ethan's memorial service, he came across a book that somebody gave him. The title of the book was called A Year of Playing Catch. And in the plot, the author plays daily games of catch, a little baseball and glove, the whole deal, with strangers to make emotional connections. He said, I think I'm going to try this. There might be something to it. So the first person he reached out to was his son's best friend, who happened to be in the car and survived from that accident. Mm. And you just, I can't imagine those moments. No. Probably not even a lot of words. It's just overwhelming. It's overwhelming hearing this story, but I, I, yeah. can't, I cannot even imagine. It was so powerful and so healing. He said, I think maybe there's something to this. So he now schedules games on Facebook with even complete strangers. He said, I feel like it's given me a job to do. I help Mm -hmm. with people shouldering their pain. I get to help bring lift to their burdens. I love that, that he's taken something. Sure. So tragic and and turned it into something so beautiful and sweet. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, the whole thing is just a powerful story and just goes to show. I mean, no matter what pain or what happens in our lives, we still can do something beautiful and positive out of it. But anyway, that's, that's a tough one and a good one. It's hard losing the ones we love. It's really hard seeing God in those storms. It's hard to know why bad things happen to us, but we just can't see the bigger picture. Because of his loss, this dad was able to change other people's lives, help healing and growth, all through a simple gesture playing catch. I think sometimes we feel like we got to do big things to make a difference. But as you just heard from both of these stories, it doesn't have to be big because God is big. We just have to do. He can multiply what little we have, the five loaves and two fish that can feed thousands. Up next is Isaac sharing a story about San Francisco's feud with parked cars. Hey, it's Isaac. So happy to be back with you feeling better. Well, about like 75%, I would say. Better, non-contagious, but still kind of getting there. So be patient with me as we're jumping into the show today. So for decades, Judy and Ed Crane parked their car in their driveway in front of their San Francisco home. Okay, so they've got a little car lot, a little car pad that they've been parking their car in for over 30 years, right? They said they were lucky to have the spot that's been all their own for the past 36 years. That is until... They started receiving fines from the city. They received a $1,542 fine for parking on their own property and the threat of a $250 a day fee if they didn't get the car off their car pad. So they wrote the planning department over in San Francisco thinking that this was some sort of confusion, some sort of mix-up. The planning department responded saying that they're actually enforcing a decades-old section of code that bans motor vehicles of all kinds from being parked on a car pad unless it's accompanied by a garage or a cover. Now, they've said they've been using this for a long time. They think the space has been used for parking since the house was built in 1910. They even went as far as finding a blurry aerial photo of what shows a car or possibly a horse and buggy pulling in the driveway. But the planning department said the photo was not clear enough evidence. In the end, the city closed the case against the cranes and threw out all of the fines after the couple agreed to no longer use the car pad city officials told the cranes that they can run they can build a cover for the car pad if they want to continue to park there oh my gosh 
I don't really know what I would do. No, this all came about because a neighbor apparently reported them for the code violation. And I think maybe the lesson here is a few things. I'm not going to disparage San Francisco. I don't know that I would necessarily move there hearing this story. But hey, there are, I guess, pros and cons to living anywhere. And also, maybe be on your neighbor's good side. Or at least try to figure out how to cohabitate well in a space. Because, oh my gosh, I think I'd lose my mind. I think that would be it. I Maybe I'm just a little bit delicate, a little prickly right now post-COVID, but that would I, that would be it for me. <laughs> I completely agree with Isaac. I would lose my mind. If you own a piece of land, a piece of property, why should someone else tell you what to do with it? Now, I can understand there's some extremes and sometimes you need regulations, but this drove me nuts just hearing about it. Up next is Isaac talking about whales. A quick little science tidbit for you related to music. This is really cool. Humans aren't the only species that trade music and songs. Scientists have found out that other intelligent animals can communicate complicated messages like ravens, ants relating to each other, that there's food in danger. But it turns out some species also like music just about as much as we do. Researchers from the University of Queensland discovered that humpback whales can learn very complex songs from other whales from different regions, meaning when migrating patterns crisscross between whales from different parts of the globe, they trade songs. They trade the little I'm okay, noises. That's you could probably fire me for making that noise on the air, but you get it. They trade music. How neat is that? How cool is creation that whales of all things trading songs underwater. I totally geeked out about this. I told way too many people that today. So now I'm telling you, you can pass it along. That is so cool. My wife loves whales. I sent her to that instantly. I just think that is so neat how that didn't have to be a thing, right? Like God didn't have to make whales trade music like that. But the fact that he did is just the neatest thing ever to me. I love that. That made my day a little bit brighter. Hopefully it's made your day a little bit better too. Just knowing that there's whales underwater right now trading music with each other. That is so cool. God is so creative. It's honestly mind-boggling, and whales are so cool. Thanks for sharing that, Isaac. Up next is Anson and Kara from The Drive Home. So, Anson, we put up our pool this weekend in our backyard. Yeah. And it's a little guy. Like, don't get too excited. It's not, like, giant or anything. Okay. But it's just enough that we can jump in and cool off and get the relief. And I cannot tell you what a big difference this makes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's to the point where I'm like, everybody needs one of these. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we came home the other day. We had been out grocery shopping, and we had done just a couple of quick things outside. We weren't even doing, like, outside work. Yeah. But we were so miserably hot. Yes. And so we were going to go inside and, like, you know, take showers, crank down the air. And I was right. like, we should jump in the pool first. There you and, go. like, cool off. And so we did. And then the magic is when you go inside... It feels freezing it's cold in there. Cold. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so you don't have to crank down there the air because you you're already cooled off. And it just makes summer so much more bearable. So I'm just saying, if you were thinking about it, you should definitely get the pool. Amen, Kara. Pools totally make summer better. And I'm super excited the place I'm moving into is going to have a pool. The downside is that summer is like halfway over. Hoping I'll get plenty of use out of it before it starts getting cold. Now, you know Kara is a cat person, and I'm a cat person. So this story Anson shares really pulls at our cat mama heartstrings. Hey, 
on to your heartstrings, Kara. <laughs> okay. Because I'm about to pull on them. That's a great introduction. <laughs> Firefighters in Tennessee had to rescue a kitten the other day. <gasps> oh. But this wasn't just any kitten rescue. Okay. Wasn't from a tree. No. No. Some employees at a local Walmart heard a kitten meowing from inside a vending machine. What? And they realized a small kitten was trapped inside of a Pepsi vending machine in the Walmart. No! So the fire department came. They're checking it out. The crews can hear the kitten crying. They unplugged the machine. They removed the cover off the back. They couldn't (laughs) find the kitten. (laughs) Finally, they were able to find another opening in the machine and coax the cat out to safety. Rescuing, and they have a picture of it. And this is a tiny, cute, adorable little kitten. And how about this, Kara? Uh-huh. The uh, employee who originally heard the cat crying yeah. was the one that adopted it. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> Anson forgot to tell Kara the best part of that story. Not only did the Walmart employee take the little kitten home, but she named the kitten Pepsi because she was found in a Pepsi vending machine. How cute is that? To wrap up our time together, I thought it'd be fun to end with hearing Robert from the evenings. You know, it's fun to discover something that you've never seen before. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. My wife and I really love watching kind of home makeover type shows. We're all into HGTV. And so one bathroom that the folks walked into, the floor, it was done in Scrabble pieces. The entire thing. And so I'm thinking that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But for my wife, who is a touch OCD, I don't think she could ever leave the room. She'd be trying to make words for hours. A floor made of Scrabble pieces sounds amazing. And yeah, probably distracting. I'd totally be staring at the floor trying to find words. But speaking of words and definitions, here's Robert sharing an important definition for a word we use a lot. Have you ever noticed there are so many words we use, but we don't actually know all their definitions? I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and the word redeemed, the dictionary shares that it means to compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something, and also to gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment. That's what Jesus did for all of us. Thank you, Robert, for sharing the meaning of the word redeemed. It's a really great reminder for me today, thinking about God's love for me. And I hope it was a powerful reminder for you too. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might've missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.